Welcome to the podcast series, Small Business Survival Conversations. Through our weekly conversations, we hope to provide you with strategies and insights, knowledge and expertise to enlighten you as you work to build and grow your business. Here are your hosts, Anna Steinfest and Dr. Michael Troyer. Hello, everyone. Our topic for our episode today is inflation and the challenges of pricing. Michael, we have received a lot of questions about the prices and right now in increasing inflation on the market. I, I'm not surprised. As uh, the title says, we're coming into potentially an inflationary period. So what do you do when your costs are going up? What do you do when you feel you need to raise your prices, perhaps? And, and let's, let's go even a little bit back for some of our listeners. What is inflation? What is inflation and how this impact the market? Well, the fancy economists, of course, measure it in terms of com- consumer price index. I think that's more than we need to get into today. But they look at how prices have risen over a 12-month period. And they judge whether they've risen more in average than they ought to. And it's beginning that they have an impact on what consumers buy and how much. Exactly. And now for our small business owners, when we when you think about inflation, think about that if you go and purchase some of your supplies and the supplies, the, the prices of your supplies went up, well, that is indicator, not correct indicator, but at least for short term indicator, because what will happen is it's a domino effect. Your supplies Uh, the prices of your supplies have risen. So that will influence your cost per product, per unit you are putting on the market. And you have to raise your end product. You may have to. Now, it might be that you're running in a situation where you have a little leeway. You could uh, cut the cost of something without hurting quality. But very often, if, it, if inflation keeps going, then you're going to have to raise your prices to cover your rising costs. It's complicated. It means you need to understand the cost of your product and what goes into it and where you could either change uh, an ingredient that wouldn't hurt the quality, but would cut you, cut, get you back to what your costs were. So it's, it has its complications, but yes. So we have inflation. Your ingredients cost more, and now you pass that on to the customer. What's going to happen with the customer when your prices go up? Yes. So we just wanted to go over and just give you some ideas and tips how should do how you should approach this particular issue. Because, you know, like Michael said that, yes, the cost of your product already went up. However, the end product may not go up. Why? Because the demand might have softened. The consumers may not be looking for your um, product. So you have to consider um, a lot of um, metrics in, in which we will go over. We don't want to, we don't want to scare you this, uh, in this episode, but we just wanted just to bring it down to a very normal level for you to consider. It's not untypical of Anna and I to suggest you you need to plan ahead for these kinds of things. You need to do some homework ahead of time and you need to do a lot of talking with your colleagues out there 
who and, and how they're gathering information to prepare for the same thing, the potential for inflation. And what are we going to do about it from a, from a pricing standpoint of our service or products? And we want you to consider the uh, five basic things. And this is more towards a product. Um, uh, if you provide product, but we will touch base on service uh, uh, providers also. So what we think you have to pay attention is, and again, this is not, there is more indicators you should pay attention, but this is what we think are very important consumer uh, expectations. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do they view you in terms of how, how long you've stayed at this particular price? Uh, is, the, is a price increase that you're going to impose upon them small or large in terms of their ho- home budget, their household budget? Uh, a, a whole lot of expectations the customer has of you providing them with this product. Toothpaste, gasoline, Notice, for example, that we got used to gasoline under $2 a gallon, and now we're at $2.89 here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, at least. Well, they used to think that was no big deal. We had to drive our cars. They've learned in earlier years that we will change our driving habits when you take the price of gasoline up too fast uh, and too quickly. It was the same thing, too fast and too high. So, yeah, what are our expectations of customers? How will we respond? To a price increase because more or less the customers if you especially b2c so business to consumer um you know the customer they have particular wallet and the price their salary or their income does not change faster than or keep up with the inflation it's always lagging so what will happen is in the case Michael explained with the with the gas prices, what the consumer will do is they will, because gas prices are necessity, especially in the United States. Mm-hmm. So they will have to buy gas and that will shorten the available income for some of other products. So you have to take this in consideration how sensitive the pricing or the product you're providing to the market and is this necessity because if it's necessity if you raise your prices the customers probably will still take it and and pay the price however if it's not necessity for the customer so you may receive a decline of your sales and you have to think of that word necessity in perhaps two ways. One is a necessity in the sense of it's being food, and I, we have to have food. Uh, but the other is, is while well, I'm used to buying this particular product at the grocery store, the necessity may not lie there if you take your prices up and your competition doesn't. That is, I, I may never have thought I'd have choices. I buy this vegetable all the time, but now suddenly it's costing me more. Is there another source of that vegetable that doesn't cost me as much? I may leave you and buy that other other source of vegetables. I've, in fact, we've got it going on right now for us. We, my wife and I love to buy these frozen vegetables and they were, they were convenient, they were good, they were frozen. But we've noticed the price increase, but it's a hidden price increase, which you can talk about another time perhaps. It isn't that the price has gone up, the package has gotten smaller. So we used to get a, a healthy share of enough vegetables from this one package for the two of us. Now it's barely enough for one. So we've moved on to a different brand. We love the brand. We've moved on to a different brand because of price. So those are the things you need to think about as the seller. Do your customers have choices? How essential is your brand and your product to that 
customer? Are they going to stay and accept or are they going to leave? And I think it's, uh, we have to add here, Michael, and we will talk in another episode, how do you communicate the value of your product? It's extremely important, especially in this particular consumer expectations, but we will talk about another in another episode, so we're not going to cover it right now. The second thing uh, we um, think it's very important is cost consideration. We've mentioned at the beginning of our episode about cost consideration, but we just will we'll talk about a few things like cost of goods, which Michael uh, was explaining, you know, like when you have to calculate exactly how much does it cost for you to produce or to manufacture this particular unit. Um, And very important, you have to calculate your break-even point. And Michael, I think we should just kind of explain what is break-even because a lot of business owners, they're scared when they hear break-even point. Yeah. Well, that word break probably doesn't, doesn't have a nice ring to it. <laughs> um, but And you have to help me here, Anna, so I don't mess this up. But break even basically is where you effectively calculate all the costs of your doing business. And you measure that against the, comp- the income stream that you can generate with your business. And when they equal each other, you're breaking even. Absolutely. When you're making, when you're making a profit, then you're bringing in more more revenue than the cost of making goods for your customers. So you want to get past the break-even point if you can, as you grow. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is even simplify it further. So if you think in your head, you have to put revenue, that's what Michael said, equals (laughs) fixed cost plus variable cost. So what is a fixed cost? Fixed cost is something you cannot get around. You always, you'll, you'll have them. Yep. It's rent, it's lease, it's a mortgage. Those are fixed costs. It's electricity. Those are fixed costs. And variable cost here, you know, like we will have to have the labor here and some additional variable cost. So these are all costs, like Michael said, they equal to revenue. How do you calculate the revenue? Again, we want to simplify it with you. This is quantity of units you sell times the price. It's very easy. So what will happen is what we will encourage you to do is like, once you calculate your fixed and variable cost and equals, and if you know what kind of, for example, quantity you already um, have, you already manufactured. So you can calculate the price, wanted price, because if you increase the quantity, so this is this break-even point is your zero point. From there, every single cent or every single dollar you add to the price becomes profit, like Michael explained to you. So we just want to just kind of explain to you a little bit in details. I know that it may be a little bit complicated for some of you, but we just wanted, again, for you to have an idea and to start thinking about numbers and metrics because it is important couple of quick thoughts then as we kind of round up on this topic, the break-even point, the cost versus revenue. On the cost side, for example, if you could, if you saw, you think inflation is going to be coming, that's a time for perhaps if you have the money to buy extra supplies of your, of your the materials you use to make your product and stock them ahead of time. Now you're increasing your inventory costs right now, but you can hold your prices for a little longer time as inflation occurs, and that might help you keep your customers longer. So 
you know, hedging against the future, they call it, buying some of your raw materials now and more than you normally would, don't go too far with it, but more than you normally would is one way to keep your cost down. Uh, another way to look at it is how do I keep the cost of delivering my product down? Could I change who gets my product out to the store? Do I hand deliver it? Uh, do I hire somebody cheaper who can deliver it? distributed whatever it yeah. might be so, and, and and that's i think it's another topic distributor expectations how mm -hmm. much do you have to pay them to distribute your product absolutely michael you have to make sure that you you uh check your channels of distribution how much do you pay because this comes out of your profit also on the revenue side on and i both having an economics background talks about a very camp complicated topic called price elasticity i want to make it simple if you increase your price by 10 percent, will you hold say nine percent of your customers or will two percent of your customers only remain after you've raised your price 10 percent? that's a simple way of saying when you raise your price a little bit how many customers do you lose because they won't pay that new price you need to know that before, not 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 at the moment of crisis when inflation becomes strong and and you're really struggling to figure out what to do. You need to experiment a little bit with pricing. Maybe you go to a market you've never been in and you put your product out there, and you put the price a little higher and see if you can get as many customers in in Shawano as you get in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, and you can play with your price up and down a little bit to see what happens and learn what the impact is. You ought to know that before inflation comes, because then you know how much room you have to adjust your price on the, on the selling side. And you always have to make sure that you check your competitors' prices, because, you know, if uh, you have uh, competitors, because some businesses do have a lot of competitors in their space. So we encourage you to make sure that you check your competitor prices and see what they do. Um, and we do have some um, recommendations for you. you can go and Google research. You can go to um, Security and Exchange Commission side. Uh, sec you can, you know, like they do collect some of the publicly traded company. But think about if your business to business and this particular large company corporation is purchasing your product, you will know if their wallet is expanding so they will not be so sensitive of your price increase. So it is smart for you to check that also. It's not only competitors, but your consumers also. Again, business to business is extremely important. You can go and check some uh, of this information at the Risk Management Association because they do collect data, uh, financial data. There is Duns and Bradstreet site, you can go and, and check that. There is a biz stats. This is a free business statistic. So you have a lot of uh, resources. You can go and check what is the status and, and check the pulse of your comp competitor and your uh, consumers. And, and I'll end this with one of my favorite things too. You need to know your customers. So if you've got a, you've been in business for one, two, three, four years, and you don't know your customers, shame on you. You need to go out and say, why do you buy my product? What is it that you like? Because if you've got some competitors out there, you need to know why they buy your product versus your competitors. And then in this situation, can I raise my prices a little bit? Oh, you know, you've got some pull because they like your product better than your competitors. They say, well, it just happens to be, it's available on the shelf and I buy it because it's there. Oh, then be a little careful. So you need to know your customers and why they buy your product. 
Absolutely. And you know, that includes the service-based businesses. That's what we wanted to tell for all the service providers out there. Don't think that you should not increase your prices when the inflation goes up. How sensitive that's the elasticity is your consumer for your product. And Michael sums it excellent. So we hope we helped your small business and gave you some ideas to survive. We will be back next week with a new topic and set of ideas and suggestions to encourage you to make your business stronger. Thank you. You've been listening to the Small Business Survival Conversation Podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. In the meantime, hook up with us on our Facebook group at Small Business Survival Tools and Tips. Till next time, thank you for listening.